Good afternoon. Today is Sunday, April the 12th, 2020, and it is Easter Day, and I am at my mother's home, Evelyn Johnson Minton, at the uh, beautiful home in Ridgefields on the golf course on Silverdale Road. Mom, how are you on this beautiful Easter Day? I'm great. How are you? I'm well, and um, I wanted to tell you that I thought about you when I looked outside today and it was raining on Easter because... I remember a long time ago how you told me that you liked rain. Oh, yes. I love to uh, drive in rain, and I love to just sit and look at the windows and see the drops fall on the windows. And it just makes you just real uh, sleepy and relaxed. And it's just a wonderful feeling to watch it rain. I'd have to agree with you. And just because of you telling me that a long time ago... It made me appreciate rain more than I used to when I was a kid. You know, if it rained, I'd think about, oh, the ball game's rained out or whatever. But now I have a bigger appreciation for it. Yeah, uh, you should because uh, uh, Jesus sent the rain down, and and I think he's made us feel like that. Yes, you know, to me, um, this rain is very symbolic on Easter Day because our Lord and Savior died on the cross over 2,000 years ago to save us from our sins. He was crucified to save us for our sins, and we were healed by his stripes. The blood are his stripes, and we were healed. And so he washed our sins away. He saved us. He saved the world. But today the rain made me just think about that even more because the rain washes things away. So it's kind of symbolic. Yes, that's true. Um, Jesus, uh, he did uh, send the rain down to make us, uh, I think, to feel relaxed and uh, just wonderful. Yes. Well, I wanted to tell you, when I think about rain, something else that comes to my mind, I know you will never forget this, but do you remember that day I was probably maybe 10 or 12 years old, and I was a big soccer star, and... uh, we had a big soccer game, and it started raining, and you kept telling me I shouldn't go to that soccer game, and I did anyway. Yes, I remember that. You you went anyway. Yes, you did. And you went to work. Now, you weren't telling me I couldn't go. You were telling me you didn't think I should go. Oh, yeah, that's right. And what happened was um, this girl and I were both going for the ball, the soccer ball, and her feet flew out from under her and knocked my feet from out from under me. And I put my arm down to catch myself and my hand went down into a mud puddle. The mud puddle came up to my elbow. It was deep. And there was a big jagged, uh, some kind of a glass bottle, maybe a Coca-Cola bottle or some kind of bottle. And that, that big old jagged piece, that was a big piece of glass. And it went straight in between my first finger and my middle finger. Yes, I remember that, and it was, it was bad. So you came to the hospital, didn't you? Well, I was lucky. Um, I had two friends, Robert and Jane Kimbrell, and Jane Kimbrell was on my uh, soccer team, and Robert was there that day too. He was playing with the boys, and um, so K- Jane was on my team, and her dad, Doctor Kimbrell, was there. Do you know he picked me up, drove me to the hospital, and took care of me and sewed me up and called you guys. Yes, he did. He called, he called me, and see, I came to the emergency room, right? 
You did. I remember he took me to um, Holston Valley, and I remember when I was in there, and he was sewing me up. I looked at him, and I said, where's my mom? And he said, I'm going to call her right now, honey. Yeah, he called me, and I ran down to the emergency room to see you, and after I found out you was okay, well, I went back to work. Boy, that thing was painful, Mom. It really throbbed. Ooh, to this day, I don't know if you can you see this scar right here. Yes, I do. It starts right there. It goes between my fingers and comes up right there. Yeah. I could have lost my first finger. could have lost it very easily. And, you know, the way he sewed it up, I don't even have any nerve damage. He's a wonderful doctor, wasn't he? Yes, he is. And I I told Jane, she's one of my Facebook friends, and so is Robert. I told her to tell her daddy that I thank him for doing that. I wanted her to know that I still didn't forget that. No, you wouldn't, because he, he really took care of you, didn't he? Yeah, and times aren't like that now. Could you imagine if somebody took somebody to the hospital like that and sewed them up? They'd probably get a lawsuit. Yeah, they probably would. I'm so thankful and grateful that I got to grow up in a time where people could actually be people. Yes, but nowadays, you just it's not like that anymore. I know it's sad. Uh, you know, kids that didn't grow up, in the way that I did, they'll never know what they're missing. That's true. They just, not unless you just sit and tell them, you know, things that's happened way back and the way we lived and how happy we were. But It's not that too far back. I'm not that old. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're not that old. But anyway, it just changes. Yes, We've it does. So many changes. That's true. Well, back to the most important thing is Easter. And I was just thinking about this today. Uh, you know, I've preached a lot of um, people's funerals, and one of the things um, that often comes up when you're preaching a funeral is uh, in the book of John, when you talk about how uh, Jesus, he told us, he, he plainly said in his own words that I've prepared a place for you, and if I hadn't, then why would I tell you this? And so he tells us in the Bible that he's prepared a place for us. So that's a promise that that he gives us out of the Bible. And the other point that I wanted to bring up is the Old Testament is really amazing because in the book of Psalms, it literally talks about um, the things that are going to happen when Jesus is crucified, about the pain that's going to come to his side and all this stuff. And it's not even, Jesus hadn't even been born. So, you know, the Old Testament prophesizes what is going to happen. Yeah, they do. I'm, I've read a lot of that, and uh, I, they they do. They uh, tell the things that's going to happen, and it happens. And, you know, so it really bothers me when people say negative things about the Bible. Um, it was, it was uh, written through the, the eyes and the words of the Lord. The Lord used these writers as vessels to write his word. That is the word. That's God's word. Yes, it is. You're exactly right. Well, I just uh, want you to know um, how much I enjoy coming over to see you, and I wasn't going to let a little rain stop me. As a matter of fact, we're both sitting here looking out um, your through your sunroom windows at the backyard. No one's playing golf today, but the uh, grass looks beautiful. It's It's very, very green. Yeah, it does. They've been out working in the yard, and uh, and uh, I hated it a while ago that uh, 
they took the little kids out to hide eggs, and they just got through hiding on it. Started raining. And, oh boy! And they had to run back in the house. <laughs> yeah, and they were all out there having fun. I, I was watching them through the window, and they was hiding eggs and finding them, you know. And and down come the rain. So they hid their eggs, then they had to go hide in the house. <laughs> yeah, they had their baskets full of eggs, but they got them, came in here, and started playing. They've had so much fun, those two little kids have. I miss doing that. Do you remember, did you see that picture that I texted you of you in your nursing uniform and uh, all of us girls, except Libby wasn't born yet, Yeah. dressed for Easter? Yes, I had you really dressed, didn't I? Oh, I had on a bonnet and a black patent leather purse and black patent leather shoes and a pink dress. Oh, yeah, y'all look so cute. And I hate to go to work and leave you so bad. Now, you know in that picture what I was thinking. I was probably thinking, I can't wait to get my play clothes on. Yeah, that's exactly right. I know that was what what she's thinking. I was such a tomboy and and always wanted to play. Yeah, you were. You was always doing something, riding your bike or out just playing ball or just anything. You You really liked sports. Yes, I did. One of my friends came into the office one day. Her name's Missy, and she looked at me, and she said, you know, you were always smart in school, but she said, I really thought you'd grow up and be a professional athlete. That's what I thought you'd be, but you really surprised me. You know, I just let you all choose what you want to be. I don't make you do nothing. Well, when she said that to me, it made me realize that she really knew me. She knew my heart. Oh, yes, she does. She's a sweet person. Yes, she is. And um, I just want to tell you that... uh, Today also makes me think about uh, Daddy and Brenda and Uncle Clint and Rachel and Aunt Jonetta and, you know, your your dad and mom, just everybody that we loved that's passed away before us. Yes, I think about them very often, and I look at their pictures and and the things that we used to do, and and we'd be out in the yard playing or cooking or doing something really good, and I miss those days so much. Can you imagine, Mom, they're actually spending Easter with the Lord? Oh, yeah, they're happy with Him, and they're spending Easter with Him. I just, I love the Lord, and I thank Him for every blessing and miracle. You know, um, blessings are second to second. We get so many blessings that we don't even, even when we try to not take them for granted, we get so many blessings every second that it's important. It's just so hard for a, a human being to be able to to think of every blessing that the Lord gives us. And then the miracles, sometimes they usually come out of a crisis. Don't get me wrong. It's not that I don't want a miracle, but um, I don't like getting into a crisis. But I do thank the Lord for both blessings and miracles. Oh, I do too. I I thank Him every day for all the things that He's given us and our longest. It's still his, but um, it is wonderful how how he does and what he what he plans for you. And um, it just it, he just does so many things for everyone. Some people don't appreciate him, but I do. I know you do, Mom, and so do I. And you know, when you give your heart to the Lord and you become saved and you confess that you're a sinner and you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior in your heart, um, you know, the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. Yes, He does. 
and you know it too when he when you're saved. Yes, and so people need to realize that the same Holy Spirit that raised the Lord into heaven is the same Holy Spirit that lives inside of us when we're saved. Yes, that's true. That's very true. So it's just, you know, it's amazing that we get to share that. And like you said, um, everything is pretty much loaned to us. Um, the things that the Lord gives to us, we're, we're kind of like his managers to manage the things that he gives us. He wants us to recycle his goodness. Uh, he may give somebody so much because he knows that person is going to take care of people that don't have as much and recycle that goodness instead of uh, being greedy. That is absolutely true. I think uh, everyone should uh, should provide for other people if they need it, and you've got it. I think they ought to help them. I agree with you, and I heard a sermon today about uh, forgiveness, and you know the preacher was talking about some people don't understand. How do you forgive some people? Here's the thing. You don't have to understand. You just do it. You know, you read your heart, and your heart tells you, it doesn't matter what my brain says. It doesn't matter if my brain says, hey, I shouldn't forgive them. They weren't good to me. That doesn't matter. Your heart says forgive them, and you just do it. That's true. You should never hold a grudge or anything against anyone. Uh, if they, if they, you know, the more if they are mean to you or not good to you, you treat them good. And that works. I've tried it. Yes, Mother, it does. And I tell you, you're the one that taught me about forgiveness. You really were. That's right. Even though I got saved at a very young age, um, you taught me how to be a Christian and how to forgive people. When when Jesus was being crucified, you know, he said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. He was forgiving people that was crucifying him. That's true. That's, that's the way we should live is to be good and treat everybody good, no matter what they do to you. Yes, you should forgive them because it's not us to do the judgment. We're just here to do God's work, and the judgment day will be for the Lord. You shouldn't judge anyone. I think you should just uh, forgive them and, and live the best life you can and live for God. And I hate to say this because, you know, people may not like me saying this, but, you know, Mother, there are a lot of Christians that live their life as hypocrites. They're, they don't live a Christian life. Oh, yes, I know a lot of people like that. But you don't judge them. But I just feel sorry for them. And, and I just think, Lord, you know, they maybe one of these days they'll realize uh, that they're doing wrong. And one of the things that I say is, you know, Father, please forgive these people that are confessed Christians, but they're living as hypocrites. Please forgive them. Um, I, I just, you know, they just, ha they're ignorant about the fact that they're being hypocritical and they need to be open hearted, loving, and forgiving. That's exactly right. That's what we all should do is uh, that, that makes you happy. I, if, if someone's mean to you, I mean, it hurts your feelings, but you should forgive them and just seem like that makes you happy. I agree, Mom. And you know, you said the magic word, feelings. You cannot live your life based on your feelings because guess what? Life is not about your feelings. Life is not fair. And you can't go around living life based on your feelings. That's exactly right. That's the way I do. I just don't do that. 
Too many people live their life on their feelings and their emotions. Yes, they do. And it, it, it is not right. That's not a Christian life to live. It just won't work. And, you know, when someone's really being mean to you, and let's say they're just doing it over and over, you know, when you don't let it bother you and you forgive them, it's the most freest feeling in the world. That's exactly what, I'd, what I've taught you and, and a lot of other people. And, and I know that they feel a lot better because I do. And I know that if you go on and forgive these people and just live your life, you'll be a lot better. And, Mom, I'm not going to lie to you. This is the truth. You wouldn't believe how long it took me to get there to be able to say, you know, I feel so free that I'm not letting the person that's being mean to me over and over and over uh, bother me anymore. It took me a long time to feel that, but it's liberating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes you a while to uh, to c- get over that, but in the long run, you'll feel a lot better if you'll just not fuss with them and just walk off and and not let them bother you. Your life will be so much better. Your life is healthier, too, and happier. Yes, you know something that I came up with, a little phrase I made up for myself? If someone's not nice to me, and I mean they're really just very ugly, um, let's just say somebody was text messaging me something not very nice. You know what I would text back? I would text this. um, I forgive you again for your ungodly behavior toward me. That's exactly the right words to say to them. I I think uh, that's a good thing to say. And that phrase right there really sets me free every time. I don't really know how I put those words together, but that sentence really is, uh, it works for my heart. Yes, it will. It'll make you feel so much better if you'll just say, well, I'll forgive them. And your conscience is clear when you do that. And and just let them maybe realize one of these days that, that you're right, you know. Now, people that, you know, just keep on and on, it doesn't mean you have to, you know, interact with them so much because if somebody's kind of a bully, they're probably always going to be a bully until they one day get it in their head or their heart, not their head, their heart. Their heart's not right. So, you know, if you're if you're bullying somebody, you've got an evil heart. So one day they may turn that heart around, but until they do, you can forgive them for whatever they've done to you, but... You know, it doesn't mean that you've got to keep taking it. What I think, when they get saved and they have uh, Jesus in their heart, I think that they will realize what they're doing. Yes, uh, there was a man that was not very nice to me many, many years ago. I worked with him. And you know, somebody told me a couple years ago that he was um, older now, very sick. He had been an alcoholic and that he literally asked how I was doing, and said he regretted the way he treated me? Well, that's wonderful, see? It just takes a while for some people, and when you get saved and have Jesus with you, uh, he'll, he'll work, it works. He was so horrible to me, I couldn't believe it. And I remember telling Daddy one day, I said, Dad, this was before Daddy passed away, I said, Dad, did you know somebody was mean to me just for no reason at all? And I couldn't believe it, and he started laughing. I guess he couldn't believe it because you're such a nice-going person, you know. You you get along with anyone. Well, and two, he probably couldn't believe that I had not realized in life 
that people can do that to you for no reason at all. Oh, that, that, yeah, that probably was what, what it was, what he believed. I'll tell you another time I had him laughing. One time, uh, I uh, had to work a lot of overtime. This is before I started working for myself. And I thought, well, at least, you know, at least I'm going to make a lot more money and be able to do things uh, with this money I'll make, whatever it is that I need to do. And when I got my paycheck, oh, my gosh, I was only in my 20s. I mean, it was horrible. And I told my dad, I said, Dad, I think somebody's made a terrible mistake. (laughs) What did he say? He laughed until he started coughing. He said, no, I believe Uncle Sam's been your partner with all this overtime. <laughs> I bet so. You you didn't realize that you'd get paid for overtime. Well, what I didn't realize is, yes, I'm going to get paid for overtime, but Uncle Sam was going to take out more money than they did when I worked regular time. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's what it was. Yes. Yeah, so, that's exactly what it was. So, you know, you have to live and learn. And it's just like, uh, you know, when you get a certain age, there's some things you can't tell people that are younger. They literally just have to live it. I mean, you can try to tell them, and they can try to understand it, but there's no better teacher than life experience. That is exactly right. You have to have experience, and the more experience you have, the better life you have. And, you know, when you get that life experience, instead of trying to give people that are younger lectures— just lead by example. Let them watch how you behave, and they'll learn more by watching you than you trying to tell them what to do. That's exactly right. That's, that's just the way, to, the way it works. It does. Well, Mom, I just want to tell you, um, it's about um, 4.37, and um, we've probably been uh, talking maybe uh, 20 minutes or so, and I just want you to know that I've really enjoyed being with you on this Easter day. Is there anything else that you want to add to what we've been talking about that you feel like that you need to say? No, I think we've covered about everything that uh, that I know that I could say. Okay. Well, I just want you to know I appreciate you, and uh, I love you, and I hope you enjoy that lemonade I brought over here and made you. Oh, it's delicious. I love your lemonade. I've been squeezing lemons all day, and I'm sticky. <laughs> well, I really love it, though, and all your cooking that you cook for me and bring me bring me food and all that stuff. I really appreciate it. Not only am I sticky, I'm sweet. I've been in yeah. <laughs> I've been making that lemonade. Yes, you have. Well, um one more thing I want to tell you that was speaking of sweet, when I came over here champ and Layla always greet me and Layla always, you know, acknowledges me and I give them a carrot or something, bring them something, the little dogs. And um I didn't bring my dogs today because Sometimes they get in a big ruckus when they all get together. But Layla, uh, the little the little dog laying here right now asleep with us, she took her head, pressed it against my leg, and rubbed it from her my ankle up to my knee as hard as she could trying to hug me. That she is the most sweetest dog that I have ever seen. But they're all sweet. I love all these dogs. But she is just, I don't know, there's something about that dog that... It's just love, and I mean, she just, she's just special. She's extra special. I could take her home with me. Yeah, she's so sweet. She just, she'll mind you, and she'll sleep right by your bed, and she, she'll do anything you tell her. 
I'm in love with Layla Champ and Blue and Ridge and Paige and Fox and, oh, and Sunshine's little puppy, Gracie. And Libby's little dog. Oh, Libby's got two of the cutest Yorkies. I love them, too. Have you ever noticed that every dog loves Libby, too? Oh, yes. She carries a bunch of uh, food with her, and she feeds them when they, they meet her at the door. Now, who does that remind you of? Of you. And who else? Me. And my dad. Oh, your dad was good at doing that. He yeah. always had treats in his p- shirt yeah. pocket for a dog. Yes, he did. Well, Mom, thanks again for spending this time with me on Easter and um, talking about our Savior. I'd like to close this uh, with a prayer, and I'd like to close it since uh, today is Easter and, and Jesus died on the cross to save us from our sins. What I'd like to do is I would like to say a prayer for people that are listening that maybe want to be saved but don't know how to be saved. Would you like to say a prayer with me? Oh, yeah, I could uh, say it with you. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, let's hold hands. Okay. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful, glorious Easter day. Father, we are touching and agreeing with our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our hands. My mother and I are holding hands as we pray to you, Father. We come to you through your Son, Jesus Christ, the perfect Prince of Peace that died on the cross was crucified, and gave up his life to save the world from their sins. He saved us from every sin we ever had, past, present, and future. And Father, he shed his blood. His blood is the stripes that we are healed by. And your son died on the cross. He saved us all, the world, from our sins. And we accept that. We acknowledge it, and we embrace it, and we hold it in our hearts And we want you to know, Father, that we believe in your Son, we believe in you, and we believe what he did to save us from our sins. And we receive it, and we accept it. And Father, we want to to say how sorry we are for the times previously in our lives that we ignored you, that we didn't pray when we should have, that we put other things first when we shouldn't have. We just want to tell you how sorry we are for living that kind of life in our past life. But we want to thank you for the salvation that you and your son have given to us, this opportunity to be able to spend eternity with you and for letting the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, live in our bodies, in our souls since we've been saved. Father, we thank you for all these blessings. Your son is the biggest blessing that you ever gave this this world. Thank you for that blessing. He's a miracle. He's a blessing. He's everything. Father, we thank you for everything. In your Son, Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Mother. And I hope that that prayer will help someone that doesn't know how to get saved, that wants to be saved. They can pray that prayer with all their heart, and they will be saved. And uh, I hope you have a great evening, and we'll get together soon. Okay, I hope you have a great evening, and I'll see you soon, and I love you a lot, and bye for now. I love you, Mom. Happy Easter, and bye for now. Happy Easter to you. Oh, I like it.